On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk about one of Alabama's biggest recruits deciding that he's going to make a decision uh, in just about a month, a little less than a month. It's big news. We're going to talk about him. We're also going to talk about a lot of other visitors from this past weekend and this upcoming weekend as June continues to be hot both weather-wise, as evidenced by the sweat on my shirts, and in the recruiting world. Boy, I really drugged that out. So stick with us on Locked on Bama. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Finishing up my uh, little trip to New Orleans, and uh, I can report that it's hot here. It is hot in here. And we're not going to cut into this. First of all, thank you all for making this your first listen. We appreciate you guys so much, and uh, we hope that we're bringing you as, as much information as you want from us. If you want some more from us, all you got to do is let us know. We'll do whatever you guys say. We we are Whoa. at your beck and Whoa. call. Your wish is our command. Whoa. Jeez. <laughs> We might have we might have bit off more than we can chew there, but already. As long as what we bit off was built bar. Um, okay, Jimmy, um, want to ask you about Peter Woods? Huh? He has come out with uh, his decision day. Did was it July eighth? July, that's it. Yeah, July eighth. He's going to be committing. This is monster news. It's about three weeks from now. Just a few days after. Uh, we celebrate our independence as a country, and um, <laughs> true. And so, anyway, huge news. Uh, there are some folks that believe, rightly or wrongly, that Clemson is right there with this thing. Uh, right. I think, though, it's it's pretty well considered to be an Alabama lean at this point. And I feel like this is the kind of guy you get him on board, and then all of a sudden, everybody sort of lets a big exhale. Sort of like, whew, I'm glad we got that one under wraps, and now let's just keep moving forward. Now, I've cautioned people about exhaling, period, in the day and age of NIL, though. Things could change in a minute. But that being said, I'd rather have a commitment from Peter Woods than have Peter Woods commit somewhere else and we be the chaser. No, that's exactly right. I think Alabama fans need to hope that uh, Peter uh, commits to Alabama on July 8th. That's what I believe will happen but you know we don't we're guessing uh but we're it's an educated guess based on on how his recruitment has played out uh i get being uh, uh nervous about clemson um because he just recently visited there uh also him including jackson state uh raises some eyebrows because you haven't heard uh his name associated with with jackson state a lot before but uh but i, I believe it's going to be alabama uh, he is a Saban bot. He is built to play for Nick Saban. That's what what I believe will happen. Uh, pretty interesting, you know. Uh, another Saban bot that was a teammate of his, Jeremiah Alexander, also had a lot of last minute flirtation with Clemson before committing to Alabama. And how about this fact? Uh, Jeremiah Alexander committed to Alabama on July eighth, also. So. I think I think that this is going to be Alabama, and 
hey, of how much this has looked like a lock all along, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is Peter Woods playing football for Alabama. He's going to be a tremendous uh, player. He could be an early impact player, regardless of how quickly he plays. He is very rare prospects uh, that I think of, Luke, when I think of like, you know, I, I don't want to say can't miss. Here I am saying it, but gosh, I, I was saying the same thing about Jeremiah Alexander a year ago. Uh, I, I don't see how Peter Woods isn't going to be a really good player uh, in his time at Alabama. That happens. No, I, I'm with you. And um, I feel like this is, the, this to me, this is the one spot I really want to jazz up. I mean, if you said, Luke, what, what position do you really want Alabama to hit, like grand slam, yeah. deep three-pointer, no icing the puck, whatever other sports cliche you want to use and transition it to football. Um, I, I don't know what icing the puck is. But if you <laughs> if you want to do all that, what position would it be? And I'd say defensive lineman. And I think it starts with Peter Woods and you go from there. I mean, that's just my take on it. No, no. I mean, and there's a couple of other in-state defensive linemen that would be great too, like James Smith from Montgomery and Kelby Collins from Gardendale. Uh, I think Alabama leads on Collins. I think Alabama's sort of 50-50 on James Smith. Uh, his recruitment, along with his uh, teammate, uh, Quay Russell, uh, man, they're, they're sort of a package deal. I, I think where those two end up, it's, it's not mathematically true because you could always replace them with just as good players from out of state. But the way we feel about this, this recruiting cycle, the way we feel about this class, I think to some extent might be dictated on where Quay Russell and James Smith end up. Yeah, boy, that's, that's a lot of pressure to put on them and on Alabama, but yeah, I, I think it's, that's that's very, very true. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Look, guys, right here, you see this? I got We got two samples in. Jimmy, did you get these? Uh, I've been in New Orleans for a few days. If you got them recently, I've been in New Orleans, so they could, they could be melting on my uh, front porch as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If they are in your mailbox, you might as well just take a spoon with you. That's <laughs> but um, these are uh, mud pie uh, and, and the, the bar and the puffs. So I might I'm, what I'm going to do is just try one right in front of you. Um, Whoa. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's how good I think they are. That's look. You're I, not even taking a chance. You're not even taking a chance I, that they're going to be terrible and you got to somehow fake the facial, you know, fake it. Go, mm, I promise these are good. But they're so good yeah. every time that you don't even – here we go. It's so got all marshmallowy goodness and sort of like a, a like a powdery sugar-looking thing to it. I mean, yeah, you're right, though. It's not like they're sending us, you know, rutabaga and broccoli-flavored Built Bars. Here we go, though. Everybody, this is – this is they, they say all the time they want us to do, like, make these live reads your own. I can't make it more my own than eating one of these delicious, nutritious, crunk delicious Built Bars right here in front of everybody. Here we go. Oh man, that's good. Look at it. That's really good. It's that's really good. good. You know, no fakies. That's a hell no. of a bite by me. If you could, that's a hell of an ad. I'm telling you, I didn't even eat breakfast this morning because I was like, I'm gonna have this, and this is gonna be my breakfast. And it's delicious. It's got marshmallows, so my mouth's kind of sticking together. <laughs> I might have let you miss this live read, but Bill Bar, it's the way to go, man. These things are yeah. awesome. I can't wait till you go on another rant and I can mute you and mute myself. I mean, and, and eat these. But um, I could talk about how for my breakfast, I'm going to 
walk a mile to the cat, the famous Dumont and have a famous New Orleans beignets for breakfast, but it is too hot. I'm not doing that at all. It's too, too hot. I'm going to go downstairs and go to the little cafe that is next door. Yeah. You can't, you can't just go have a, a hot coffee in New Orleans today. I mean, it's, oh and by the way, I'm not going to go off on the thing about this, but yesterday the air conditioning in my car went out. And if oh you want to, I don't know how people, I don't know how we survived before air conditioning yeah. in the car. I don't know how we did it. The cavemen were idiots. Why did <laughs> they not invent, why did they not invent air conditioning and make things easier on themselves? Idiots. They were so worried about fire. Nobody thought about getting cooler. Um, all right. I need to tell everybody about the ultimate NBA mock draft that starts on June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. Uh, next like, week. Yes, next week. The locked on NBA big board draft experts plus Odyssey insiders. Uh, first pick is June yeah. 16th. Search ultimate NBA June mock 16th draft. is tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. The, the NBA draft is tomorrow. No, the ultimate mock draft is tomorrow. Oh, Okay, that's what throwing me off. Okay, got it. Now I understand, and, and now now our listeners understand who who are understanding this better than I was. <laughs> I should have sent you the built one. What was throwing me off? I'm like, there's no way the draft is tomorrow. I'm thinking about driving to Tuscaloosa. I can't miss the draft. Uh, all right, Jimmy. Let's talk about a few other things from this past weekend. First of all, your buddy Joseph Hastings over at On Three had a good article. Um, Five things we learned about Alabama recruiting in the second week of June. Uh, the first thing he talks about was uh, Francis Maui Goa. Is that how we're going with that? Um, I've been going. I've been going it. Magawa. That's what I've been saying. Magawa. See, but it, it's M A U I G O A. I would go Maui Goa, but whatever. You might be right. Okay. Yeah, you you're not definitive on the on the pronunciation. I'm not talking to these kids. Joseph does. Okay. Ask Joseph. I will ask Joseph. That's a great question. For, as a matter of fact, I texted him right before we got on the air. Uh, when he responds, I'm going to ask him. How do you say that? And we'll go from there. Then we'll know on the next show. Then we'll have it ready. Well, Francis Maragoa or uh, Magawa or whatever, um, and his mother's name is Talesia. They had nothing but positive things to say about Alabama. Um, he's at IMG Academy. Alabama's had some luck there with J.C. Latham and Evan Neal in the past. Um, it, Joseph says, we're not submitting a prediction for Maui Goa to go anywhere, mm. even though Tennessee, I think, was the betting favorite first. But it feels like Alabama made a huge move and, and is at least neck and neck with Tennessee at this point. Yeah, I, and I'm surprised at this a little bit. Um, Chad Simmons from On3 had uh, RPM'd. Uh, Francis to Tennessee a couple weeks back, and I have such respect for the work that Chad does. Whenever an RPM somebody in my, in my head, I'm like, well, that kid's committed, you know, to Tennessee because that, that, in my, Chad so rarely uh, jumps the gun on that, and, and 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 maybe he didn't. I mean, maybe he had every reason in the world. What happens is these kids go on these visits and and they get super high on that school, you know, uh, and then they go on the on their next visit, and then it's the same thing. I mean. You can easily imagine how all these visits are are fantastic for these kids, but no, it appears Alabama has made up a lot of ground here, and 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 is at least uh, co-favorites, uh, I would say, uh, for Francis. 
uh, and he would make the fourth tackle in a row. I mean, Evan Hill, J.C. Latham, last year Tyler Booker, Francis would be the fourth IMG tackle in a row. He has to see the success that Evan Neal, Alabama, and that J.C. Latham's going to be a starter this fall at right tackle. Tyler Booker had a great spring and is, by the way, sort of a, by the way, Tyler Booker loves him some Alabama. He's been very, he's been very uh, helpful on these uh, recruit visits. Uh, He does more than, than what is asked uh, of him by the staff. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Francis is just uh, fitting in with his uh, teammates from IMG. All right, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take one more break. And when we do, we'll come back. We will talk about Cormani McLean. So stick with us. All right, Jimmy, uh, Cormani McLean will be visiting this weekend. This is a guy that um, it looked like Alabama was leading for. Then Alabama, I mean, excuse me, Florida probably took the lead. He is from Florida. Incredible defensive back prospect. He reminds me. I mean, he, he just got good length. He, he he's. I don't know if it's fair to say he reminds me of or of Kool Aid McKinstry, but he's he seems like that kind of lengthy uh, DB guy to me. Uh, and I like him a lot, and I hope Alabama gets him. And, and I think this visit's going to be huge. Number one corner in this class in the country, I think hands down, he is a uh, nearly perfect cornerback prospect in terms of, of his length and his speed and athleticism. Uh, this is a great prospect uh unfortunately i think he's a strong florida lean this is alabama's chance to make up ground but look we were just talking about with francis from img about how hey tennessee had a big lead chad simmons had rpm'd him to tennessee and then the kid makes his visit to alabama and look what happens that same thing could happen with cormani mclean and a little inside baseball here it is thought we don't know this but it's thought that uh cormani's mom really likes alabama and uh we know with moms, I can make a big difference. So Alabama has a chance here. It's not over. It's also fair to say that Honey's uh, going to show up to Tuscaloosa this weekend with uh, with Florida having a substantial lead. You know, one thing he's going to be doing is coming to Alabama this weekend with Caleb Downs, who right. I would assume maybe he's tied with Tony Mitchell as our number one safety prospect, but I, I think Caleb Downs may be coveted a little bit more out of yep. Georgia. Then Samson Okunlolo, Okunlala, I'm Pretty sure about that. That one, Samson Okunlola. Now you did a. By the way, for those who aren't keeping up, um, we've started this little thing where Jimmy gives us a quick hitter on various guys that maybe you know everybody that follows Alabama recruiting talks about Cormani McLean. They talk about Peter Woods. They talk about uh, Francis. Uh, Magwai, Maui Goa, whatever he is. We talk about him, even though we don't know how to pronounce it, we talk about him. Well, we talk about him anyway. We call him Big France. But um, <laughs> anyway, but this uh, Samson Okunlola is yeah. not a guy that is just that, that a lot of Alabama fans talk about. I mean, for whatever reason. But he's from Massachusetts, huge guy. You brought him up on, a, on one of your quick hitters, which was great. Uh, these are individual videos we put out, so please go check them out as well. Uh, we've got, I think Jimmy's done four or five of them so far, and uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, but uh, And also Shelton Sampson will be uh, on this particular visit, which is a lot of fun. This is another guy I would uh, suspect maybe you could do a quick hitter on. This is a wide receiver out of Louisiana that is very coveted. Yeah. So um, what an interesting group. I mean, three other five stars along with Cormani McLean coming in this week when we had four or five stars last week too. Yeah, uh, it's another weekend that looks a lot like last weekend, but this weekend 
there's a, a few guys that I, I'm not saying any of them are on commitment watch, but Samson Okanola could easily end up at Alabama. Uh, Shelton Sampson is probably wrong LSU lean, but he is tight with Eli Holstein. They're buddies. They could easily decide to play with each other. Uh, Caleb Downs, some say Georgia, some say Ohio State. Place he has not ruled out as Alabama, and I suspect Alabama is going to make a strong case for Caleb this weekend. Another interesting guy, Jelani Thurman, a tight end from uh, from Georgia. Did a quick hitter on him too. Jelani, look, I, that's a guy we haven't talked about with Alabama. But when you look at the best tight country and where they're likely to go, and you assume Alabama is going to sign one of the top ten or twelve tight ends in America. The one that makes the most sense now is Jelani Thurman. I mean, that that's the guy that if Alabama's going to sign a national elite prospect, it almost looks like Jelani or Buss. And then you look at Jelani's list of official visits and, and where he's leaning, and Alabama makes the most sense for him, I, I think, out of those. So I, I think this is something that could really happen, and almost nobody's talking about it. Uh, the RPM right now has him slightly leaning to Auburn. Uh, you know, I, I would think Alabama could make a pretty – a stronger case. Obviously, be able to play earlier at Auburn. Uh, he's from the Atlanta area. Uh, Alabama recruits that area very well. But that's a guy to watch, and he is an interesting prospect because he looks the part. I mean, he is every bit of six six and two hundred and twenty plus pounds. Catches the ball, block well at the point of attack. And he's making his official visit this weekend. Uh, if we get a surprise commitment on Sunday, uh, my money would be on Jelani. You know, one thing, too, about uh, Jelani Thurman, I was going to bring that up, but you, you did. I know the Auburn sites really think he's leaning to Auburn, apparently on three. Right. thinks he is at least um, leaning that way in a, to a small degree. Michigan State, they've also said, is, is another program that is right there. And, boy, Michigan State's really making waves on the recruiting trail, aren't they? I mean, I've heard their name all, that with a lot of dudes that – Normally, Michigan State's not associated with, but I mean, kudos to them. I'm, I'm all, They've offered I'm all, everybody. They offer yeah. everybody. Remember how we used to make fun? Remember when Ed Orgeron was at Ole Miss the first time around, and there were all these jokes because they were offering virtually everyone that played high school football, and now that's Michigan State. Yeah. I, I, you, you can't find a kid in the national – and the on three, you know, where on three we rank the top 300 players in the country, like 24-7 ranks top – 247 on three ranks, the top 300. Uh, good luck finding a kid in the top 300 that doesn't have a Michigan State offer and, and doesn't have Michigan State on their list of top 10 schools they're considering. I mean, uh, they're, that, they're impressively uh, making waves. Uh, and, and it could be NIL related. I, I don't know. Um, regardless, I, that would be – boy, you want to piss off some uh, – Auburn fans, or, or make them mad, I should say. Uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand expand my lexicon here. Um, if you want to make some Auburn fans mad, then have Jelani Thurman uh, go ahead and commit to us on, on yeah. Sunday. That would be a thing. That's a so. big name for them that they think they've got. Uh, I, I wouldn't say they think they have him in the bag, but even the uh, the on three RPM has him favoring Auburn. But again, that's prior to his trip to Alabama. Let's see what happens over the weekend. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys again so much for listening, man. We appreciate y'all so much. We really do. Y'all are the best, and um, appreciate all the comments that roll in. Um, we we just we love you. Roll tide, everybody. <laughs>